Big shout outs to my producer, Sanaa Laybourne, my sound engineer, Ron E.P. with Next Level Entertainment, my videographer, Jeremy Pride with Jedi Digital. We are doing something different today. We are actually going on location for our first one-on-one interview with live paint artist Jamon Bullock, a.k.a. Alive Paint. You definitely can subscribe, follow, and download the Verbally Effective Podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, and please subscribe to their YouTube channel, Ina Esco, E-N-A-E-S-C-O. Hey guys, it's Ina Esco. The Verbally Effective Podcast is on location. Can you believe it? For the first time on a one-on-one interview with none other than live paint artist, Jamon Bullock. What's up, everybody? I feel like I was right. I ain't know what to do just saying. Hopefully, you're going to edit this. <laughs> throw, your, uh, <clears throat> throw your M's up. What's up? I'm Jamon Bullock, also known as Alive Paint. This is a great experience, a great opportunity to uh, share what I do with people who may not even know who I am and what I do. So, definitely uh, happy to be here. And I hope you're happy to join us. This is, like I said, our very first one-on-one interview. I'm so glad that you mentioned to my producer, Wendy Sanaa, that you wanted to be on location with your artwork. Mm. So let's start about you, Jamon, before we kind of go full throttle into your pieces. Tell me about what part of Memphis you're from. Man, I grew up in Frazier. Okay. Yeah, so I grew up in Frazier. And, um, man, that's where my roots are. Uh, went to all the elementary schools that are just about. Went to Corning, Fraser Elementary, Delano Elementary. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't end up going to Fraser High School, but I ended up, my sister went to Fraser High School. Uh, me and my brother, we ended up coming out of Craigmont, which is okay. like not too far away. Okay, Craigmont. So I grew up in that area, and <clears throat> man, you know, it's definitely changed. Yes, it has. Definitely changed. I'm actually getting ready to do a project in Fraser okay. through the Mural Arts Program of Philadelphia. So okay. just awarded a grant to do something in the neighborhood I grew up in. And that's awesome when uh, you can do that. Life is full circle for okay. real right now. So are you from a big family? <clears throat> Man, I'm, uh, I got three siblings. Well, it's three of us. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm the youngest. I got my brother, John. And then my sister, Erica. Okay. Where did your love for art start? It started when I was in elementary school. I was a kid that was beaten on the table in class and definitely drawing on all my classwork. Okay. You were doodling. <laughs> yeah, like doodling. Doodle. And my brother, he's an artist too. So, you know, one of those things where, you know, he was basically like one of my first art teachers. Your brother. Yeah, so okay. he was just like, Jamon, that's how you do this. Mm-hmm. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it's just one of those things where it took me, it was the it was the subject where I would get A's in, you okay. know. So I wasn't the best student, mm-hmm. but in art, 
You got that. I, I was at the top <laughs> in the class in that bad boy. So, uh, you know, and it took me to college, you know, and when I got out of college, I was just like, man, what am I going to do? I spent my entire college time making beats. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and I'm painting at the same time, but I was, you know, making beats at home, but painting for class. And then I got a, a couple commissions, like my senior year. And uh, I was just like, man, I should pay one of my bills with that. Exactly. You know? So um, it happened a couple times, and I was like, man, this is paying me more than my job at FedEx is doing. Mm. <laughs> this is while you were a senior at Lamorne on Yeah, yeah. I was like, okay. how did I just make this amount of money? Okay. You know, so, you know, I didn't have, like, this spreadsheet of how I'm going to get paid. I just threw a number out there. And then once it sold for that number, I was like, I guess it's where my prices are starting at. Mm -hmm. You know, so, uh, <clears throat> and that's for anybody that's a listener out there that's, that's uh, an up-and-coming artist, you know. I mean, ask for what you want. Right. Uh, so eventually somebody will pay you for what you want. Wow. So, like, do you think when you were in college <clears throat> when you got those commissions, that's when you really said, hey, I can do this full time. This is what I'm going to do. Well, when I was in college, I didn't, I didn't have it frequent enough for, for it to be full time. I wanted it to be full time. But it would it would be you know months and months apart to to the next project. But the more I painted, it was like a domino effect. More people saw it. You know the consistency of me putting out work was one of those things where you know people are starting to notice my work around. And they're like, oh, I saw your work in the FedEx form. I knew it was your work when I saw it. Honestly, before I looked at the name, you know so. That started happening. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah. how would you describe your work? <clears throat> like, Man. how could that person tell? Is it the realism? What, Man. How would you describe it? It's your work? one of those, it's kind of weird because my work is, is going through all these different phases now. So, uh, right now, one thing that's most consistent is the color, it's real bold. So, you know, being bold. Is what I try to do with life. I just try to do something real bold with my work. So, uh, like, you're going to see some raw color straight from the tube on the canvas. Or you may see some neon or whatever. But most people can recognize, like, the way I do, like, color fading. So I, I blend one color into the next color. And that's something I do with my work. It's like an outline, a, a type of outline. And right now with my work, it's like a combination of styles put into one. And that's this collection I'm working on called The Master of Color. The Master of Color. Yeah. So you've been experimenting. I've been experimenting. So, and that, <coughs> excuse me, I don't know if y'all can edit that coughing. <laughs> <that we're laughs> he got you, he got you. Man. It's just terrible. Well, yeah, uh, so the Master of Color, it, it was born based on me doing this mural in St. Louis. <laughs> I, I went out to do a mural festival, and uh, the guy who arranged the, the mural festival, he was just like, hey, man, you're going to probably have like a 15-foot wall. It's going to be 50 feet wide. 
So I get there to St. Louis. I got my ladder. I got my supplies. I'm like, okay, looking for the wall. I'm like, man, where the wall at? On the wall, I see that he kind of describing. It's like 30 feet tall. You like, I, I know like, it's not this. I was like, I got a 15-foot lap. You know what I'm saying? So I get up there, and I call the guy, and I was like, I, I was like, man, I'm in front of this wall. I was like, I'm going to take a picture and send it to you. He was like, yeah, that's it. I was like, man, I had a design, you know? So I had a design laid out, concept design, and I couldn't do it because the scale. And I was just like, I'm going to have to do something abstract. That's the only way I can do this. I was like, I'm not going to get defeated. And I did, I'm not one of those people, when I do a mural, I tr I'm one of those people who try to cover the whole canvas. You know, so I'm not just going to do the bottom part of it. So um, I got a, I went to the Home Depot and bought like a 40-foot um, pole and got some paint rollers, painted the whole mural with a paint roller. And that style, so that, that painting tears that you saw, it the mural kind of looked like that style. Okay. So uh, what I ended up doing was when I came back home, I shot pictures of it on Facebook and Instagram. It got like a huge response on it. I was like, I wonder what they would look like on canvas. So I just started making these paintings based off of that style. What is your favorite type of art to do? Favorite type? Mm -hmm. Um, because I, I know, know you kind of told me when you started, it was more realism, right? Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, it was realism, and now, right now, it's mural making. Mm -hmm. So uh, mural making, like I do a lot of community-based pieces. Uh, I meet with community members. Uh, um, I find out, you know, what the history is of this area, and you know, I try to illustrate this story that the community members have shared with me, and I try to get that to be this narrative that that can hold up a test of time of like a twenty twenty years. Right. You know, so these these murals that you see around town, most of them last, you know. For a, for a lifetime, I really decades. Yeah, so this is one of those things where you're leaving your mark. Mm -hmm. You know, the average person can't go into the gallery because they may not know where it is. But if you put something right in the neighborhood, you know, you can you can spread love mm -hmm. and share your gift with people that don't even know who you are. Right, and you've been doing a lot of stuff in the community, even with the kids. Tell me about the most recent project you did with the kids. Okay, so I did, <laughs> did a project with the Grizzlies. Uh, man, that was an interesting project. Uh, shout out to the Grizzlies. You know. Go Grizz. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that was a project that I did in Chandler Park, and that project was um, it was pretty interesting. Where I had to, I sketched out this design. It was maybe about. 90 to 100 feet wide and uh, the kids came in and basically filled it in but initially it was supposed to be like 30 kids and it ended up being how many <laughs> it was like it's about 150 kids wow. at once and i was just like okay we just gonna have to break y'all up in groups <laughs> i was like man here, here it's time for me to put on my teacher hat because mm -hmm. uh i used to be an art teacher so 
this is one of those things where I was like, well, I'm able to, I just need to make sure they don't know that I'm about to have an anxiety attack. Oh, wow. All the kids, how old were they? It about? was just all ages. It was high all school. Ages. Okay. It was kindergartners out there. You was without like, their parents. You know what I mean? I was just like, oh, my. I was like, where y'all parents at? You like four years old, you know? <laughs> but, uh, Busy. ready to paint. Right. But yeah, I got photos of that stuff too. It was just cool. <laughs> it, it's just one of those things, though, you know, I was one of those kids. Right. One of them kids that probably didn't, like, I didn't touch a paintbrush until I was, what, 14? Wow. You know what I'm saying? So, like, some of those kids, that was probably their first experience with art. And I was just like, man, you, you got to cool out. I can't, I can't <laughs> mess this up for them. You know what right. I mean? Because this right. is their opportunity. They may not get an opportunity like this again. So, uh, it was real cool. You know, it was definitely one of those projects where, you know, building a relationship with the community and with the Grizzlies. So, yeah. the Grizzly players were out there and all that. So, uh, they, they even painted on the wall. It was, it was pretty cool. Do you have any, like, maybe Grizzly <clears throat> players or high-profile people that purchase your pieces? Well. Whoa. Uh, Fred Smith. No, I was just joking. Uh, <laughs> um, I want to say I just did a project with T.I. Mm -hmm. for um, the Trap Music Museum. So, uh, Trap Music Museum. They just hired me to do a project to paint live at their grand opening. Mm -hmm. So uh, right now, T.I. has one of my pieces wow. in his possession. What does it you look know? like? Oh, uh, it's an interesting piece. Uh, they actually hired me to paint just like a trap rapper. But mm -hmm. they was just like, paint somebody. They didn't know who they wanted, so I just made up something. And uh, it was just one of those things where it was a spontaneous moment. Because I was like, T.I., you don't want me to paint you? I can mm -hmm. paint you, man. <laughs> I That's was what like, I was wondering. Does perfect it look time like his get, image? Yeah, I was like, this is the perfect time for me to get a picture of T.I. Mm -hmm. next to his painting that I did right. of him. He was like, nah, man. <laughs> you know, this is my event. I'm putting this on, but, you know, I really want this to be about everybody else. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I got you. I got you. Wow. So it was like I got you, man. It's cool. So, but yeah, it was definitely an experience. Uh, I've done some projects with uh, Service Master. I just did like a thirty-foot mural with them. Uh, it's called "We Are Equals." Mm -hmm. It's a really cool piece. It's it's in between. Um, what is it? What is that? One Seventeen Barbo Alley. Mm -hmm. So it's a mural in an alley. It's thirty feet tall. It's right behind Aldo's Pizza. Okay. And uh, Bell Tavern. 30 feet tall. <clears throat> Another client I would say, I'm trying to think. High profile client. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just did something for a movie. Uh, it's, it's, I can't tell y'all what I did. No, I can kind of describe it, but I, um, they, they had a mural that they wanted done in a restaurant scene. And they hired me to paint a mural, but they couldn't paint on the wall. Wow. So <laughs> it's interesting. They were like, well, we don't really have 24-hour access to the space, so uh, could you just 
It was like, the wall's 20 feet wide. Could you get us a 20-foot canvas? I was like, yeah, sure. So I got an 18-foot canvas, and it was six feet uh, tall. And so I was supposed to do this large piece on it. And uh, they was just like, hey, you know, they reached out to me. Uh, what was it? November 18th or the the 20th. They reached right out to me. Thanksgiving. Yeah, so they reached out to me the, on, on like that. Wednesday, and that was just like, all right, we're getting everything together. You know, you can paint this, and they were like, you know, do you know what you want to paint? I was like, here's some images of what I could do. Here's the price for that, and you know, here's something on a smaller scale. And they were like, oh, perfect, perfect, perfect. And they were like, we're just waiting to start. So I learned this term, hurry up and wait. It's <laughs> it's a term they use. <laughs> Where they ask you to do something like in a short turnaround, and then they tell you to wait. Right? So um, <laughs> they they reached out to me that Wednesday. I didn't start till Saturday night when they told me to go. Mm. And they were just like, uh, instead of doing that giant roll, they were like, you know, how long is this going to take? And I was like, well, it'd be easier if I did large canvases and we just put them together like one, one piece. It'd be easier to hang that way. So that's what we ended up doing. So I did like these large canvas pieces, and they hung them side by side. Mm-hmm. I painted them all as one in my studio. But yeah, so I delivered the pieces. They were ready that Tuesday morning. They picked the stuff up in this truck, and <clears throat> it was crazy. So I met the uh, the director, the creator of the movie, Who Prentice Prentice Penny. Okay. Really cool guy. Um, it's crazy. So I was in the room just walking around <laughs> and the guy, Mama Dude, he's well-known actor. Mm-hmm. He just walked up to me and was just like, oh, is this for the scene? Did you do these? Mm-hmm. And we just chopped it up for a while. Next thing you know, uh, Courtney Vance walked up to me. What? And I was just like, man. Awesome. <laughs> I was like, if y'all don't know who Courtney Vance is. I know who Courtney Vance is. You know, look him up. You know, he's a heavy hitter, too. Mm-hmm. So, and Prentice Penny as well. So, those people were, like, leading the scene. Okay. Um, I can't tell you what the scene was about. I see you keep saying <laughs> it. When can we know about the movie? The movie is coming out on Netflix sometime soon. And okay. It's a featured uh, Netflix production. And, you know, the people were real cool. They were just, you know, very down to earth. They were just like, hey, man, when are you coming back? I was like, man, honestly, I got more projects to work on. <laughs> but, um, How did they reach out to you to get involved with the film? Uh, word of mouth. Mm-hmm. It was crazy because I just got this random text and then a message on Facebook and then a call from this guy named Richard. So uh, Rich, he, he does barbecue. He used to do a lot of barbecue for High Tone. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm not familiar where he's working at now with his barbecue, but... He's just all around town with it. So he, they used him for a scene with him and his smoker, right? Mm-hmm. And then they end up hiring him a year later. So they did some filming here like a year or two ago. And then they hired him to do some stuff with the art department. The art department in the movie world, they, they're the ones who stage every room, mm-hmm. right? So... They can transition a room to look, and I seen it the day that I went on set. They had one room, it looked just like a kitchen in a restaurant. Mm. 
within hours, that room was a was a it kept, I don't know if I'm supposed to be saying this or not. It was a hook it was a hooker lounge. You okay. know what I mean? So I was just like, Wow, this is this is crazy how they're doing this, you know what I mean? So uh it's just one of those things to see how these people work and Rich is working with them, you know, so uh, I want to say, to answer your question, he referred them to me when they when he found out they were looking for an artist to do some artwork for the scene. And he was like, Jamon, perfect person. Mm-hmm. So they called me, and I was like, let me see, let me look at my schedule. <laughs> no, no, but for real, though, I was just like, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> and I had like four paintings to do. <laughs> I was just like, man, you know, opportunities come and go. You know, you don't have to take all of them, but right now I'm taking all of them. Okay. okay. <laughs> and I was just like, you know, this is one of those ones. It's a relationship builder. Mm-hmm. So, and I and I realized it when I met the I met the the uh, director. He was just like, I heard you got an art show going on, man. I want to come up to the gallery. So. He's coming up to the gallery next Wednesday. He just messaged awesome. me about it today. So uh, definitely one of those things where you meet people that are in an industry that you're not in, and you know they're down to earth and looking to work with you. Yeah. You know so. So are we gonna see like your name in the credits at the end of you the movie? Might. Are we gonna see you <laughs> in the movie? Are we gonna see your hey, work in the movie? I was supposed to be in the movie, but you know <laughs> that didn't really happen. Cause they were want they were wanting me to do a mural, and they were like, "We're gonna get a shot of you painting the mural," mm-hmm. but that didn't happen. But uh, we'll see yeah, then you'll see some, you'll see my work. You know, you'll notice it. You know, it kind of looks similar to the pieces that, that we saw. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, I'm looking forward to yeah. it. Um, we don't. What's the name of the movie? Can you tell it's, that? It's called Uncorked. Uncorked. Okay. Yeah, Uncorked. Okay, and yeah. it's releasing when? I don't know when the movie's coming out. Spring. Spring. Yeah, okay. yeah so it's coming it's coming out, yeah. Everybody going to be checking for it because it's <laughs> shot in Memphis. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, so definitely one of those things where the director took time to like definitely put emphasis on like the culture here. Yeah. So uh yeah. and it's important for authenticity. Mm-hmm. Like and it's it's really like this family movie mm-hmm. that a lot of people can connect with. You know what, speaking of like <coughs> culture, Memphis culture, tell me about as far as the art world is concerned mm-hmm. and Memphis art culture. How would you describe the Memphis art scene here? I would say, I'm going to be honest, it's very cliquish, you know, um, but I'm one of those people, I'm not in a clique, mm-hmm. you know, so like some of the people that, that are in this show, their first time meeting me was when they dropped out their artwork. Mm-hmm. But I'm one of those people that just, I'm a fan of of quality work mm-hmm. and efficient artists. Someone, when you go on their page, it looks like, you can tell what they do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They yeah. not they don't have a hundred memes on their page right. when they talk about their <laughs> artists. Right. So like, for me, I was just like, okay, this person is serious. I'm going to see. It seemed like they're serious like I am, you know, so. And, it, I mean, and that's not to be judging anybody, but, like, I was looking for a certain type of person to be in this show. You know, so, um, 
And if you like doing memes, ain't nothing wrong with that. I'm sure I got <laughs> memes on my page somewhere. But I was just looking for, I was looking for, like, some critically acclaimed people. But then I also was looking for some most known unknown people. Most known, unknown. Mm. I like that. Yeah, because I feel like I fit in that category. So, you know, it's just one of those people that, hey, they get, they're grinding. Mm-hmm. But you, you may not even know them. Right. You know? So, um, so it's a lot of diversity amongst the artists yeah. that you selected for. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, you know, we got the photographer that's being featured. She was featured in Time Magazine. Wow. Uh, um, yeah. We got somebody that was featured in Vice. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a few award-winning artists. Lance Turner. He won like a $10,000 art award just for mm-hmm. doing his thing. Know, in the south so so how long is your um display going to be going on it's going to be up till the 19th of okay. december so it's up for a whole month november 19th through december 19th okay. and it's you know it was in connection with in conjunction with the life is dope concert okay so shout out to d nice mm-hmm. david parks yeah you know Young, gifted, and dope. Yeah, young, gifted, and dope, and then life is dope. So yeah. it was all, it was right beside each other. Mm-hmm. I like how they did that, to incorporate the RP. Oh, yeah. Because that steady kind of, you know, input in that culture, Memphis culture. Yeah, definitely. It gave people something to do that you may not be able to go to the concert, so mm-hmm. you can come to the art show. Or you may not be able to go to the art show, you get to go to the concert. So. Right. Now, are there a lot of art galleries in Memphis? It is. Um, it's a, it's a few. I mean, you got you got some downtown. You got, uh, of course, everybody doing a lot of stuff at Crosstown. Right. So and I've been a, in a part of a few piece uh, art shows there, mm-hmm. but I think I was just like, I wanted to do something here at, at Marshall. For one, my studios around the corner, like I could. It's in walking distance. It's maybe like eight hundred feet away. So it's just one of those things where, like, this neighborhood was perfect for the show. Mm-hmm. So I had a few people that offer for me to do a show in their space, but you want to have a space that you can do kind of control the room. Mm-hmm. So I want to be able to do murals and all that stuff and get the room dirty. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> now, like, because you do a lot of murals, um, and you talk about the scale and the size of mm. your murals, and a lot of them are outside, you know, well, when you do on the buildings. How are they protected? Like, do you ever worry about that? Like, someone well, actually doing something to your mural? Well, so, whenever you do a mural outside, you seal the wall. Okay. So, when you seal the wall, you put this... Uh, weather protected clear coat on it. It's called anti graffiti coat. Mm-hmm. So um, it actually keeps people from tagging. If they tag it, you just rinse it off. Oh, so it's yeah. not even going to damage mm-hmm. it at all. Yeah, so try to do that. Make sure that's in the budget. You know? And for those mural artists that are painting, you know, mm-hmm. it's one of those things. It's, it's definitely a tool to keep longevity mm-hmm. within your mural. Do you have a relationship with a lot of the graffiti artists here? I know a, a couple. Uh-huh. I can't say who they really are. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of them. It's so much graffiti in Memphis. Yeah, it is. Do you consider that art? 
I do. I mean, you know, art is everything and everywhere. So like, I used to be an art teacher, so that was the first thing I told my students. You know, art is everywhere. It's on, it's on the floor, the, like the pattern in the in the floor tile, from the pattern in your shirt. You know, some an artist had to create your clothes, your shoes, design your socks. You know, art is everywhere. It is. The room that you're in, it was outlined by an artist. So, I, I, I consider graffiti art because it's free expression, you know. You don't have to be the best mm -hmm. at graffiti, but, you know, everybody has their own, you know, niche. Yeah. You know, so some people really good at lettering. Mm -hmm. Some people are really good at taking photos. Some people are really good at, you know, hey, doing line art. Mm -hmm. So, um. Everyone has their own style. Yeah. Art is so broad. It is. Very. Yeah. Wow. Now, what about, like, Art Basel is going on in Miami now? Man. Do you go? <laughs> Do you ever go? So, last year, I was doing this mural, the mural that I did uh, at Memphis Rocks. Mm -hmm. And somebody reached out to me, and they were like, hey, we'll pay you to do this mural. And I couldn't leave to go oh. do it because <laughs> the project had a deadline of, of it had to be completed by December 9th, I mean, December 29th. Okay. So, uh, and our buzz was going on and they were just like, hey, we need you to come out here for a couple weeks. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, I couldn't do it, you know. <clears throat> this year, my friend Joseph Boyd, um, he's, he's featured in this show. He's the guy who did that piece right there. Wow. Um, but yeah, so he, he just went out there just to check it out. Mm -hmm. And also, one of the artists that was featured in our show, Brandon Diener, he actually got awarded a residency mm -hmm. for Art Basel. So I think he's, his work is featured in this really nice hotel mm -hmm. in Miami. And uh, yeah, that's young, gifted, that's young, Gifted, and Dope young for you right there. You know, I mean, we got some quality artists yes. in this show. Yeah, is, is Art Basel like considered one of the premier events for artists to attend like around this time and age? Art Basel is, you know, the Art Basel Miami is like, it's definitely one of those things where you're going to see people that are right before they blow up and then you got people that have already blown up. Mm -hmm. They're in Art Basel. Mm -hmm. So, up and coming. Legends, right. like walking around selling pieces. Right, I see the photos. I see like the involvement with celebrities mm. every year. It's like a big thing. It is. It is. It's a huge. Yeah. It's a huge deal. And for Brandon Diener, you know, to get his residency there, you know, I definitely just like it's nothing but love from me to him. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, man, dude, keep killing it. You know. Mm -hmm. So you know, you you can meet someone in that situation that can take your career 50 years further, you know, so it's definitely a thing. Did you hear about that project that Young Thug is doing with Art Basel? No, what are you doing? It's like they're taking pictures of him with, like, famous art pieces. It's like they're doing photos of him <laughs> and putting it right next to, like, yes. Interesting. You need to look at it. It's very interesting. Okay. And it's okay. supposed to be like a, one of the highlights of Art Basel this year. <laughs> hey. hey, more power to them. I yes. Say, hey, be creative, you know. 
Yeah. It's saying, very creative. I got to check it out. I definitely wouldn't mind checking it out. You definitely need to check it out. So I guess we can say that Art Basel is the equivalent to a Memphis Young, Gifted, and Dope, right? This is episode two of Young, Gifted, and Dope. So last year, we uh, partnered with the concert. You know, so it's, it's one of those things where it's like a weekend type of thing where people are coming in town for Thanksgiving, mm -hmm. right? So they get to go to an art opening, and then the next day, concert. Right. You know, so it's, just, it's connected to it, and then we, we're trying to do some stuff where it may be like a comedy set, you know, okay. one day as well. So, you know. All of the this art. Is, this is somewhat of, you know, on a smaller scale. <laughs> Memphis Basel. <clears throat> yeah. But, yeah, it's, I mean, you know, you got the River Arts Fest. I was a part of that. Um, Cooper Young Festival. Um, you got Soulsville Festival that's going oh, on. Yeah. It's a lot of good stuff going on in Memphis, you know. Uh, right now it's a good time to be an artist here yeah. or creative, you know. Yeah. So, and you stay busy. You got to stay busy. It's yeah. a lifestyle, you know. Has it always been like that? No. When did it really start getting busy <laughs> for you? When I quit my job. Well, so that, that year, it was one year where I was teaching and I was doing a project for State Farm. And I had to do like 25 portraits mm. of all these people, right? At first, it was supposed to just been 10. And the guy who was doing this conference, it was like everyone that gets an award, they're going to get a portrait of themselves. So um, that ended up being one of those things where he just kept adding the person, which was cool with me because I'm getting paid. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I was like, okay, I got to do this for school. I got to do, you know stuff for my students, prep their stuff, and then I can go to my studio. And I was just running out of time. I was just like, man, I need to, I need a clone. I started posting <laughs> it on Facebook. I'm like, man, if I had a clone right now. Mm -hmm. And um, I just started realizing, I was like, man, I don't know how long I can keep doing this. So <clears throat> it was crazy because the day that I had all the pieces to be complete, I was at my studio painting. Like, I didn't go to sleep. <laughs> I'm in my studio. And it was early in the morning. I'm like, okay, I'm finished with these pieces right here. I called the guy who hired me to do the work. And he was just like, yeah, man, you ready for the pieces? You're going to drop them off this morning, right? He was like, you're going to drop them off at 8? I was like, I thought you said 8 in the evening. <laughs> I was just like, he was like, well, we need, I, he was like, I need four of them because the people that are getting their awards, they are leaving immediately after they present, immediately. Mm. And I was just like, wow, this just happened to me. This just happened <laughs> to me. I was just like, I can't tell him on the phone that these pieces are wet. They're not ready, you know. He was like, I need them now, you know? And I couldn't tell him, like, I couldn't blow dry these in time, really, <laughs> if I wanted to. Right. What did you do? So what I did was put the pieces in the car. Um, I put those four in the car that he needed immediately. And um, called my principal. And I was like, <laughs> if she see this, she's going to be tripping. 
So uh, <laughs> I called her. I was just like, Miss Sanders, I just woke up. I just woke up. Now, mind you, I haven't been asleep. <laughs> I was just like, I just woke up. I woke up late. I think I'm not. Uh, I'm. A, I might have to call a sub. And I was like, but I'm gonna try to make it if I can. And she was like, okay, just okay, just let me know. You know what's really going on. You know. I hope you feel better. You sleeping in this late? Something must be wrong. And I was like, okay. So I called her to cover myself. <laughs> Drove up to the Hilton Hotel, and uh, I called the guy that I was supposed to be meeting to drop off the pieces. And he was like, "You're gonna meet with so and so because I'm gonna be on the mic." Mm-hmm. So I met with this lady, and she was like, "Oh yeah, bring the pieces up to the hotel room." I brought them up to the hotel room. She was like. Baby, those pieces still wet. <laughs> oh and and the, the craziest part, you know, it was one of those scenarios where it was God in this situation, definitely. And she was like, well, you know, I got a blow dryer in my room. Mm. She wasn't tripping. <laughs> yeah, she was just like, I got a blow dryer right here, and here's my card. I want to get you to paint some portraits for me, you know what I mean? Look at God. And she helped me blow dry the pieces. Mm-hmm. It was just one of those things where, you know, I kind of felt like, I was like, well, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. You know, if it, if it wasn't, it would have, like, it was so many opportunities for it to fall apart. And it did. Yeah, so um, I met with my principal, like, later on, and she was just like, Mr. B, what's going on? That's, that's what they used to call him, Mr. B. And they was just like, she was just like, um, I see you real busy nowadays, like. Like, it feel like it's affecting your teaching. Like, you're teaching well, but, like, you're coming in late sometimes or you're calling in. And uh, I was like, no, I'm good, you know. And, like, later on that year, I, uh, I was just, I got a project, you know. It's kind of crazy because I got awarded this project that was basically going to be, like, a salary, right? <clears throat> and then the thing that happened was I ended up, working on the design for this project all night and then you know it's basically handed to me and I was just like how am I how am I gonna go back to school teaching how can I teach and do this project kind of like the state farm situation where I was just trying to do both I was like it's no way I can teach and do this so uh I was just like I called my principal I was like uh I don't know if I can teach full time I was like, is there any way you can, I can work part-time? She was like, well, you can be a part-time sub. Well, you can be a full-time sub. But I don't know if you can work here just three days. Call the art department with Shelby County Schools and see if this is something you can do. I called. I, I sent the email to the person who was like the director over the art department at the time. And he was like, man, we don't have any part-time positions. So you had to make that decision. And I talked to my wife, and she was just What'd like, she, say? she was like, so what you finna do? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what this money gonna look like? What this money gonna look like? She was just like, Jamon, I thought we were talking about how you're gonna do a plan for this, you know? And I was like, well, I kind of got a plan. And I was like, I'm about to do a project that's gonna pay me a salary. Mm-hmm. And she was like, but what about after that, you know? Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, she 
very wise and you know mature. We had a mature conversation, talked about the plan, and I was like, look at all these people that are inboxing me about projects. I was like, it's gonna pay me more than, than I make. So uh, I ended up leaving my job. It was so weird, you know. But I had to be proactive and busy. Yeah. I had to consistently stay busy. So uh, it was one of those things where, man, I missed my students. Mm -hmm. The faculty at the school was real cool. I, I taught at Carnes. Mm -hmm. So uh, real cool faculty. The kids were good. I done taught at some schools where you like, man, I hate being here. <laughs> but uh, definitely one of those situations where I didn't know I was leaving. I didn't know. And what's crazy was the project that I was promised fell through. What? They were like, yeah, so the people that were going to do this project, you know, they're not going to pay their half of the bargain. And After you quit, what happened? You God, had some other God came in. Okay. So um, what ended up happening was this project that I didn't think I was going to get. I got it. Okay. And then, you know, Teach for America reached out. I took a picture of a blank wall, and uh, Teach for America reached out and were like, hey, are you about to do that mural there? We need you to do six murals in our office mm. in Crosstown. Wow. And I was like, we need, we need six murals. Met up with the director, and she was like, I don't even need a sketch. I've seen your work. Just do whatever do whatever you think fits our brand. And she was just like, uh, here's some quotes that we want along the lines of the walls. And, uh, yeah. So what year was that <clears throat> that you made that decision? To so that was teaching? 2016. Wow. And so I had been painting live since oh, 2008. Wow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Painting live, doing some murals. But then, like... It started elevating. When I left my job, that's when God just opened up all these windows and doors for me. Yeah. So You've just been busy ever since. Yeah, like right after that, I got the Soulsville residency I did in Memphis Rocks. I did that. <clears throat> what was that? A hundred and two hundred foot mural in Memphis Rocks. Right after I got that project. While I was finishing the project, uh, the founder of Caritas Village saw me painting the mural. She was just like, is this your residency project? She was like, wow, this is amazing. We need you in Bing Hampton. I want you to be the resident artist. You're going to have your footprint <laughs> in every neighborhood yeah, in so, Memphis. Uh, uh, you know, and around that time, like, you know, before I started doing the project at Memphis Rocks, I was featured in Essence magazine, mm -hmm. and so um, I did a project with, with for Ford. Mm -hmm. So uh, it was just this is one of those things when you quit your job and then you see all these things happening for you. You're just like, well, I guess I'm walking in my destiny, you know. Yeah. So, so what's next for Jamon? Well, <laughs> what's next? <laughs> what's next? You get that a lot. What's next? Right now, I'm getting ready to do this project in Bainhampton. Um, basically going to be bridging the community with art. So I can't go too far into detail with that. Uh, getting ready to do a project downtown. 
uh, also getting ready to do like this big project that's connected to the mural arts program in Philly, but it'll be in the Fraser community. Okay. Yeah, so this is like a national, nationally funded project. Okay. And if, you know, <coughs> someone young that does art, they're looking up to you, Jamon, yeah. they want to be just like you, and maybe even they're at the age where they may be in a situation where they have a career going, but they want to do art full time. What is your advice? I would just say, you know, you got to make make sacrifices, you got to push yourself, you got to be consistent, you know, you got you to gotta make sure that you're disciplined, you know, so you got to be able to manage time. As you can see, I have challenges with that. <laughs> but uh, at the same time, it's just one of those things where you got to be able to find find some type of uh, balance between your life and your job that you're doing and your passion. You know, so for me, like, art is my job and my passion. So I was just like, oh, wow, like all these opportunities happen. And people, you know, it's one of those things where they see your work ethic and your name just starts to, to grow. Exactly. So, you know, people, they may know my artwork now before they see my face, before they even know who I am. They're yeah. like, oh, you're a live paint? <laughs> I follow you on Instagram. <laughs> like, people were in my show. Like, oh, you know, so um, this is definitely one of those things. I guess I could say... Coming up next, uh, we have we have a merch day gallery talk okay. uh, here. So for all the people that are interested in like buying a piece, you might see a piece that's way out of your budget. Mm -hmm. You might get a print of that at this merch day, and we'll okay. also do like a meet the artist session. Okay. Yeah. Now, like, you know, we talked about pricing on your pieces. I know you don't display mm -hmm. that, like, on social media. But if they were to come to this event, what are, like, some price points? Price points for this one, you might be able to get something for, like, $50 if it's, like, a print, a print. or, you know, a T-shirt. You know, I actually have some Alive Paint tees mm -hmm. that are, like, 25 bucks. Mm -hmm. So, um, and we got the Young Gifted and Dope tees, too. So uh, people will have prints of their work. So these are replicas. It may be framed. Right. So a framed version of a print that's like 18 by 24 might be $100. Okay. Versus $1,000. So, okay. you know, this is one of those things where if you're looking to buy a gift for someone right before Christmas. Oh, that would be awesome. It's the perfect day to do it. Yeah. What Dece date is that again? December 16th. December 16th here at Marshall Art yep. Studio. Yeah, so that's a Sunday. So most people you know, ain't got nothing to do. It's going to be from like 2 to 7. So definitely one of those things. That, uh, it'll get you out the house and something to do on yeah. a Sunday. Yeah, I know so many people that love art. So I'm definitely going to spread the word. Okay. And before we come to a close on the podcast, how can everybody get in touch with you or see your work? Man, my phone number, 555. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, definitely shoot me an email, alivepaint84 at gmail.com, mm -hmm. or go to my Instagram, alivepaint, A-L-I-V-E-P-A-I-N-T, Facebook, alivepaint, mm -hmm. 
uh, I got two Facebook pages, but I just reach like I reach my Your maximum. Limit. Yeah. Oh, you so, big time. You reached that max. I was like, how do I know <laughs> five thousand people? I don't know five thousand people, mm -hmm. but <laughs> you know, like, like people are. You still can message me, but we can't. I can't add people. I'm like deleting people just to add people on Facebook. But uh, so definitely shoot me an email on my Facebook, Jamon Bullock, J A M O N D B U L L O C K. But if you don't get me there, go to my other page, my like page, Alive Fan, Facebook or Instagram. Well, cool. Thank you so much for being my first one-on-one on, -one oh, yeah, on no location. Problem. Here too. You know, we both went to Lamont. Yes, you know, magicians, LOC. <laughs> and I'm so proud of you, Jamon. Yeah, thank you. I mean, I have really been watching you over the years. And okay. I mean, I would have thought you did art full-time a long time ago. Man, That's how it's smooth a hustle. you was. It's a hustle. <laughs> you know, it's definitely one of those things where, like, when you go to school for art, like, your professor... They allow you to learn these different techniques and tools, but they don't really train you in the business side of it, mm -hmm. you know. So it's one of those things that you kind of you kind of have to learn as you go. Mm -hmm. So for me, painting live and doing murals uh, transitioned me into like the business side of it. Mm -hmm. But I felt like the teaching element actually allowed me to be able to work with communities. So I was able to, you know form these workshops that I do and it's almost like a classroom setting where we you know we sharing stories yeah everything that you've done have prepared you for now it, def it definitely did I think it was my season yeah you know it was definitely my season uh to gear up for what I'm doing well congratulations Jamon and me and the verbally effective crew we're gonna come to your merch day okay please merch. Yeah, <laughs> uh, pull up yes Thank you so much, Jamal Bullock, Alive Paint, Verbally Effective on Location. Yeah.